This is Single, Saved, and Growing, where we share the real life of single life with open and honest conversations with Queen Kai and Madam TJ. Hello, 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 everybody. What's going on? Welcome back. Hey, y'all. Gotta say hey, y'all. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Hey, y'all. We're back. This episode, we're going to talk about single, single versus single and dating. Okay, because it's levels to this, right? Just being single, it's, it's many different levels to your singleness, what you're going through, and how you're operating it. Like we have, when you're single, you're not talking to anybody. You just alone. You doing your healing journey. You don't want to talk to nobody. None of that. It's just you. Don't and God even alone. look at me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Nothing. Okay. So you got that, and then you have single where you're starting. your opening to being in relationships, but you're not dating yet. Just single. Then you got single and dating where you're dating people and just what is it? Could uh, be dating exclusively or just dating a person, but you're still you're not married, so you're just still technically a single person. Oh, because I was going to say single, single, single and dating and then single when you're exclusive oh, would be okay. the next step. And which is that's just uh, you're exclusive with somebody. You're together with somebody. Y'all just not marrying it yet. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's four. About yeah, four. About four, four, different four, levels. four different levels. And there's probably even more situationship single because then yeah. you just like <laughs> because I'm single, I can do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we're not living in that. We're trying to come out of that place. Yes. Let's come you out know. of situationships. Yes. Let's come along. Let's leave that in 2020. Okay. 2020. Yeah, that's what we should have left that in 2020 (laughs) after COVID. All right. But anyway, even if you are, it's okay. You can still come out. You got time to come out. You got time. You got time to come out. Okay. So I'll say single and dating looks like for me, Mm -hmm. it looks like just, you know, being, well, I am exclusive, exclusively dating my boyfriend. We are only me and him. And so um, for us, because we are saved, um, at the beginning, I just set very, very hard boundaries. So Mm -hmm. like um, we were in a play together. So I said like, hey, you know, we are colleagues. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) at first I was like, okay, when I figured out like, okay, he do like me and okay, I do like him. Okay. I was like, hold on. We're going to have to pump the brakes, honey. We are Mm -hmm. colleagues. And that hurt his little feelings so bad. (laughs) But I'm like, you know, we're colleagues. And then so after a while, so like we only had maybe like three weeks or so left in the play. And so we were kind of getting a little bit more serious. And I kind of told him like, hey, um, I, I like where this is going. I really do enjoy hanging out with you. But if you're not serious or like trying to lead to a path of being married, like this is where I'm at. Like I'm 26 at the time I was 26 years old. I'm like, my clock is ticking. Like I'm trying to get married. So like, if you're not really kind of moving towards that, it's okay. But let's just stop right here because I, I really do enjoy you, but I don't want, I don't want any more, you know, situationships. Like that's Mm -hmm. not the road that I wanted to go down. And because I was so serious about that, I made sure that I was upfront at the beginning about what I wanted. And even though it was so scary, cause I'm like, he could be like, okay, well we're good. You're like, you know, it could have been the end. And I think that's also why we don't set hard boundaries because we're fearful of what the other person is going to do. But mm-hmm. sometimes we have to get into a place where it doesn't matter what the person is, what the person is going, how they're going to respond because I need this for me. Mm-hmm. I need this so I can stay healthy. I need this so I can stay sane. Mm-hmm. I need this so I can stay saved, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we have to, that's why we have boundaries. So it's not about how they're going to react. If they have to go, they have to go. If you have to cut them off, you have to cut them off because that's why your, your boundaries are to protect you. 
But um, that's very good, TJ. I just want to hop in right quick yeah. before you continue talking about because I want to. We talk about a lot um, about getting off the train, like mm. how it's so hard when you're in relationships, and I I feel like this has to do with rejection. Like we don't want to be rejected, so um, we feel like if I tell this person and they want to leave me, like we feel like it's rejection, and it's like it's not rejection. This is just your stop on the train, baby. Yeah. Like this is just your stop. It's not a rejection. It's no hard feelings. It's just that. Our train wasn't, you wasn't going, you wasn't going to be able to take me where I needed to go, so I needed to get off the train. And we have to be brave enough to say, hey, this is my stop. Like, get off the train, get off the train, because then that leads us to, that's when we really do get hurt and get rejected, when we continue to go down a path with somebody who's not matching our, who's not matching us, they're not matching our, uh, our religion or our our, our, goals. our goals, like our lifestyles, like they're not matching us, but we continue to stay on the train just hoping that it will magically go the route that we need it to go. Mm -hmm. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, get off the train, okay? <laughs> if it's not, look at that map, okay? Yeah. Look at that map. Look at that roadmap and see where it's headed. And if it's not going the place that you need to go, don't be afraid to get off the train. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. But anyway, TJ, you were telling us um, what it looks like for you. So you were saying that you were having hard boundaries, um, setting hard boundaries in the very beginning. You were up front. Mm -hmm. And really just implementing, like we talked about last episode, implementing the things that keep me safe, you know, mm -hmm. so that that is part of that, you know, having those hard boundaries. And also we were just very um, being very open and honest. Um, we went out on dates like we didn't go over each other's house and chill at each other's house. Like we sat in a driveway for mm -hmm. hours, like we was in the driveway for hours. And then there's that one spot um, over there by Razoo's and um, it's oh, like yeah, they kind of built it up really nice. What is that place called? Chisholm Creek. Yes. And we sat out there. Oh, my gosh. We sat out there till the sun came up just mm -hmm. talking. I've never done that with anybody before. Like, and it was, we were out in the open, you know, so just being able to protect ourselves, being able to be open and, and share, like, we just talked about everything. We didn't leave anything with the lid on, you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what made us progress really fast because we didn't have anything to hide. Mm -hmm. We didn't have anything to hide. Like, we really wanted us to work and we wanted each other to be the one. So, like, we, I feel like we, we played by the rules. Like, we did the right thing for us, I, right. it's not everybody's rule, you know, not going to be the same. But so I guess that's what it looks like. And just um, taking oh accountability, accountability. Mm. When when it, when me and him first got serious, I went to my pastor, my first lady, and I said, listen, mm -hmm. I am very afraid. I am very afraid. I like him. I don't want to mess this up. And I don't know how to have a relationship with somebody in a godly way. Mm. I've never done that. I've never, you know, been i never been that way. You know, mm -hmm. I never had a, a church, a church honest relationship. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really don't know the right Maybe word. Maybe you say you to, just saved, like, because you're yeah, trying to do it saved. saved. I was just trying to be saved. And so I went to her and I'm like, listen, I do not know how to do this. So I need you to help me mm -hmm. so I can do this right. Mm -hmm. You know? And so she was just like, first of all, you're okay. Like, <laughs> you're not going to mess it up. And, you know, and I just had to realize that. One, I'm not the same person that I was. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not the same hurt girl. I'm not the same damaged girl. I'm not going to hurt him. Like, you know, just kind of coming out of that place of 
really realizing that I'm healed. So I did I did this work of healing. And now that I have to realize like, okay, you did this work. So that means you've changed. Like yeah. that means you've healed. So I really had to come into a new place. So I did I had to get accountability and even you, you know, mm-hmm. having you like cause you was like, uh uh-uh, uh he do no. not need to come over. He not like, the like, night. No. <laughs> he wasn't having it with me. Yeah. So yes, having accountability was really great. And um just being open and honest, setting boundaries and going out on dates and and still choosing God, making sure that I'm choosing God. Like, so now that I have the prize, I don't want to lose sight of God because I pray for this man and mm-hmm. I did all this praying and then I do all this praying and I get him and then I don't, then I lose my relationship with God because I got the, the prize, you know? Mm-hmm. So just making sure that I choose God and that we choose God in our relationship every day. That's good that you, I choose God and we choose God. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And I want to say another thing about um, accountability that mm-hmm. the people that you choose to help you hold you accountable while you're single and dating needs to be people that you trust and people that you're going to listen to. Yeah. You can't choose somebody that you, every time they tell you something, you're going to say, they judging me, so I'm not going to talk to them no more. Like, right. you have to remember that the people that you chose um, to hold you accountable are people that you trust, that are people who want the best for you. So when they are telling you things, you won't rebel yeah. just because you feel like they're trying to tell you what to do or tell you, uh, put you in a spot or whatever. But you just listen to them. You really hear them out because these are people you trust. So make sure that people that, um, that you choose to hold you accountable are people that you love, people that have the same mindset as you and that people that you trust that you're going to trust what they're going to say because I know a couple of times I had to tell you like <laughs> listen like I'm not against you right. I'm not against you but I know what this can look like mm-hmm. if you go left let's right. just say that if you go left I know what this can look like so I and I know and I know what it feels like personally for me I remember having to say like I'm telling you this as your sister like <laughs> I am your sister and I'm telling you that I know what this looks like if you if you um keep letting him if you let him spend the night every night mm-hmm. I know what that where that's going to lead you so let me help you in this area and then you have to take it upon yourself to be like, all right, right, this person is not here to hurt me. They're here to help me. Yeah, that's so important. Like, I didn't even think about that because I am a person, like, even when God tells me to do something, like, I have, like, a little short period of rebellion. <laughs> like, I don't care. Whatever the, whatever the Lord tells me to do, I always just have this short period of rebellion. It may be an hour, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm still going to do what the Lord tell me. I'm, he t- tell me to do. Mm-hmm. But I will have a short period of rebellion. But if you know that this person is for you and loves you, you're going to be less likely to rebel. Yes. Yeah. Have to keep that. Remember that. Yeah. So, Queen Kai, what is it like or... What does it mean or what do you see, blah, 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 mm-hmm. uh, uh, being single, single? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> being single, single. What does that look like for me? Um, so I'm really am. I'm so conflicted about even how to respond to this. Respond honestly. Be honest. That's okay. Because let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'm going to tell the truth. Okay, no. Okay, so going through this, what it looks like for me being single, single. Um, well, one is being very choosy. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that all of us have options. We all have options of what to get ourselves into, who to talk to, who to hang out with. And I feel like when you are saved and single, you have to be very particular about what you're doing. Really, this don't even have anything to do about being single. This is being, uh, as a Christian, period. You have to be very particular about who you are around, what you're doing, what you're listening to, who you're inviting into your space, because it can very easily be... um, 
harmful to you and you not even know. So okay. that's just, let's get that on the table. Then when you're single, you have to be mindful. If you're trying to keep a pure mind and a pure heart, you have to be very careful. Like, I do not listen to certain types of music. I don't listen to, I don't watch uh, certain TV shows because I already know where that's going to take me because I'm like, okay, let me call so-and-so or whatever. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? So you have to be very mindful of the, of the spaces that you put yourself in. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And then number two, it's like, I really had to kind of like what we talked about earlier. It's like, I just had an and I don't entertain. Like, yeah. if I already see what you're doing, I'm not even about to text you back. Like, please <laughs> don't, don't. And I'm not even the type of person who will ghost. I don't like ghosting, but I just feel like you have to know, like, this is not for me. Yeah. This is not for me. And I don't even have time because I don't have time to be playing with no counterfeits. Okay. okay. <laughs> you're a counterfeit and you ain't my king, no spouse because it look real good. But everything that uh, glitter, Ain't gold. gold. And you glittering, you sparkling in the light. (laughs) But you ain't gold. So I have to, uh, that's something I just can't entertain. I can't afford to entertain anything that I know is not going to be right. That's not. And I know that it's like uh, when you're single, you know, you want to, you have to date to get to know people. So all I'm saying is get to know them. But as soon as you know. Right. When someone tells you who they are, yeah, believe believe them. them. When they show you, you who you are, yeah. who they are, when they tell you, believe them. So that's something that I've learned. Like, don't even I'm like, dang, why this ain't working out? Because they showed you from the beginning that it wasn't them. Like, they wasn't for you. They don't. They every time you tell them that you got uh, to go to church, they don't got nothing to say. They <laughs> they going on. Okay, this ain't gonna work. Ain't I know this ain't gonna work. I'm a worship leader, and I have to be. I'm at church every Sunday. If they don't have anything intriguing to say, compliment, I want to come, or I do this at my own church, like, there's not even, I don't even have no time to waste. But not that I can't change people, that's not what I'm singing. But you just have to know where you are. Okay, let me move on from that. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, so being careful, being mindful of my space. Um, and also like just being busy. Like mm-hmm. I try not to, I'm already a busy person anyway, but, and not just being, we don't want to be busy for the sake of being busy. We want to be intentionally busy. Yes. Um, so I'm in, I'm, uh, I'm in grad school right now. So I'm still pursuing my education mm-hmm. to be, uh, for real. <laughs> All right. So, um, I, uh, am getting my master's in educational leadership, um, to be a principal. And so I'm just using my time wisely. Like I had extra time. This opportunity came up. I'm going to take this opportunity to pursue my education. Um, I'm going to take this class. I'm going to do this workshop. I'm going to hang out with some people. I'm going to network. I feel like doing those things are really important while you're single, while you have the time, do what you do, what you can do. Oh, this every time my job got a conference, I'm going. Yeah. Um, if it's a church conference and I and I like what's going on, I'm gonna go. And I feel like you know taking the time to equip yourself um, physically, spiritually. Uh, it's just what we you need to do. Period. But when you, especially when you have the time. Right. I like that you said taking the time to equip yourself, because if you're being busy for the sake of being busy, like what is the production or what Mm -hmm. is the fruit of that? You're just busy. But if you're equipping yourself, if you're using the time to equip yourself, it's going to show up differently. Like the growth of that, the fruit of that is going to be different. Like Mm -hmm. I'm spending my time at work. And I'm developing these things with these children. I'm spending my time in class so I can better myself to get this different type of job. I'm spending this time in the mentorship so I can treat people better, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're not just, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. 
but you're equipping yourself right. so you can produce something that's later. I'm trying not to be so churchy, but I don't know what's the best <laughs> word. Like, But that's true. You, you want to be intentional. You want to be intentional about the things that you're doing. Um, you want to be intentional because like you said, we want to, we want to be producing fruit no matter what we want to have. We want to have fruit that we can eat. Okay. <laughs> but we, we want to produce, we want to produce. So, um, that's what it's looking like for me. So what does, um, being single and dating feel like? Hmm. What does it feel like? It feels exciting. Mm. It feels like, I don't want to say anxiety, but it feels kind of anxious. Like, you're always trying to figure out, okay, what's going to happen next? Like, okay, this going to be today or no? Like, you know, or like, are we going to hang out today? Or like, do we get to spend time together today? Like, are we going to take a, n- a new step today? Are we going to go further in the conversation and knowing who each other are today? Like, so I feel like it's, it's it feels exciting. It feels like anticipation. Um... It feels nice. Mm. Like, if I could just say it feels nice because I feel like I've waited for this. I've been waiting my whole life. I waited. I waited my whole life to have this moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's important to just be in the moment, not try to hurry up and think about what is going to come and not also what happened, but also to just be in the moment. And um, that's what I'm learning. I'm learning how to be in the moment. That's not what you asked me, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it does, it feels nice. And cause I, I've been having some hurts. I didn't have some pains. I didn't have some, you know, some things and some sunshine and rain. So come on. But I, I have never, I have never experienced this type of love, this type of dating, this type of courtship, and also the my knowledge of God and who he is. Like people, our, um, one lady that we mentors us, she always says, like, God shows you his love through his people, through mm. the people he puts around you. And so, like, if God loved me like he loved me, like, mm. whoo, like, <laughs> that's nice. Like, you yeah. know, it, it just kind of makes me love God more and kind of want to get to know God even more. So it feels nice. Like that. <laughs> what does single single feel like? Um, I would say <laughs> it feels like hmm, I'm looking for like an oxymoron because that's what it's like. Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Okay, yes, bittersweet. Um, I think um the bitterness comes is bitterness is because it's like, you know, you're waiting for something. Right. Like you're in expectation for something because I'm single, single, but I'm single in expectation right. um, with expectation. Like I feel like you're expecting something, you want to see something and you want it to happen your way. So that's where the bitterness mm-hmm. comes from because it's like, it's not happening your way mm-hmm. uh, for me personally. Um, and I like it's, I am the type of person who's like, it's my way mm-hmm. or the highway. Mm-hmm. So I'm really having a hard time where I have no control. Yeah. I have no control because I could talk to anybody, but I still don't have control about what this would be like. Yeah. Um, so the bitterness comes, feels like that because it's just, you just never know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I need it. I got, you need to show me right now. Like how long am I supposed to wait? How long do you want me to pray? Mm-hmm. What day do you want me to pray? <laughs> when, when do you like, I need to know when. And it's just like, he's saying, stop doing all that and just be. And trust me. And be and trust me. 
And that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's so hard. But it's like, but I know who God is. But it's like, to me too, it's like, God, it is easy to trust you because I know your track record. You never felt me. And every promise, everything that I prayed for, I'm I'm literally living in my prayers right now. So I know that you answer prayers, but I just need you to answer this one now. Answer this one right now, though. (laughs) So that's where the bitterness. But the sweetness comes from because I feel like I I have joy. I have fun. Like, I'm on my own time. I do what I want. I come home, I sleep, I do whatever I want, and, and, you know, that's in the appropriate whatever timing and stuff like that. But I do what I want. Like, I don't I don't have anything holding me back. So I feel like that's the fun part. Like, it feel, it's fun. It's exciting. Um, and then it's, it's exciting to learn more about myself. And, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So it's exciting. Well, you know, um, I've seen, so recently Tiana Taylor, um, and Iman, they are separate. Well, they have been separated. I think now they're getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Megan Good and um, her husband. I always forget his name. Devon. Franklin. Devin Franklin. Devin. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and then the room, the rumors of Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. I think he did say that they are not actually yes. getting a divorce. But so with these, like, you know, couples who we've in pop culture have kind of admired to some sort some sort of extent like you know we have all looks up to they seem pure they seem real you know and now that they're separating like how does that make you feel what does it make you how does it make you view marriage like what kind of thoughts come to mind when thinking about these celebrities Mm, that's good at first I would say just off top it's um it's disappointing. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the type of person I love relationships. I love love. I love connection. Period. Like I love that. So just to see that is just it's so heartbreaking and discouraging cuz it's like, dang, can't anybody stay together? <laughs> okay, like I I feel like like can't we work it out? Like we can't talk. Can like, we all get along? <laughs> like can we just talk like Ain't there something we can do? There's no reconciliation at all. Mm -hmm. So at first it makes me feel like that. I'm like, man, it's just so disappointing. Like, but I, you know, it it is disappointing to see that people who, who have loved each other and it seems like it was good. And then, and then there's love lost or whatever, or they can't work it out. It's just disappointing. But at the same time, I, I know like we cannot put these celebrity relationships Mm -hmm. on a pedestal or anybody's relationship on a pedestal because people show you what they want you to see. Yes. So if I I just all the people can just post all of the good things all the time and post one little fight and they could be fighting every single day and we right. never know. Like who's to say that uh, uh Tiana Taylor and Iman weren't the worst for each other? Right. We have no idea. We have no idea. So I feel like it's very if this doesn't do anything it should show us to mind our own business <laughs> like that I can't I can't look at nobody I can't look at anybody I can't look at anybody and um, put them on a pedestal or try to mirror my life after them or be like well Tiana Taylor said she do this for her husband so it's gonna work for me like mm-hmm. it's not like we are all unique and our relationship should be unique and I think that's one of the problems why we have our the divorce rate is so high is because we're trying to model our relationships mm-hmm. after so 
many people and we have to do what works for us. Yeah. Like, um, like let's even talk about how we talk about gender roles so much. Like mm-hmm. your the gender roles in my house might look different from the gender roles in your house. Right. And that's okay. But we have to be okay with being unique. Yeah. And I feel like that's our problem with society. Like we are not okay with our differences. We try to cover them up. Mm-hmm. There is no color. I see no color. Like we try to make every, we have a, a blank slate, yeah. Or a cookie cutter. Yeah, cook, like we are all the same. Boom, 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 boom. But it's like, no, we're all different. And we all have our different ways of seeing things. And, and our needs are different. Right. So we have to acknowledge that. And then to the best of our abilities, focus on our relationships and model it for us. Mm-hmm. And not model it after people because... People are fickle, hard to, even guys that don't trust your heart, like, <laughs> don't trust it because, you know, we can't trust it. We never know. So I think that um, it's very important to, you can take what you need. I'm not saying people don't have good advice or nothing like right. that. Take what you need, but don't try to model your life and don't put all your hope in one person. Because I can't say, oh, now that Tiana Taylor and mine split up, I don't believe in nobody else. <laughs> it's like, are they the only marriage ever? No. So that's important. Yeah. And I think also, like, just how you're saying with celebrities, like, they show us what they want us to see. Like, people in our everyday lives show us what they want us to see. So, like, even maybe you're not looking at, you know, a celebrity as your ideal marriage, but even your neighbor's marriage that you mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, my God, she come and he take off her shoes before she get in the car and switch them after church. <laughs> Every Sunday he come and he do that. But he also could be like, I don't know, something bad. I don't know. I couldn't think of something real fast. Stealing money out of purse yeah, at night. Like, you know, <laughs> like whatever. Like he only give her two pairs of shoes to wear and that's the only thing that she can wear. But what? We don't mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. because it goes on. That's what goes on behind closed doors. So I think that's important, like just not to use that just for celebrities, but in our everyday lives for marriages, for businesses or whatever. Like people show us what they want us to see. They can pretend to be real and authentic all day. We will never know but what we do know one thing I know and two for show is what works for me Mm -hmm. I know what works for me my husband knows what works for him so we can put that together and we can have the perfect marriage for us and that's why it's so important during your singleness that you are learning who you are and what you like and what your needs are because if I don't even know what my needs are and who I am and my triggers then when I get in a relationship and I'm trying to model myself after other people because I think that's what I need then we're going downhill but if I already know up front what I need then when um, when my kingdom spouse comes soon in Jesus name when he comes I can tell him I'm like, hey, when I'm mad, I need, give me some bleach because I'm about to clean up because I'm mad. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Just let me clean because I'm mad. And that's me. Right. But when you're mad, you want to talk, you might want to uh, talk out everything right there in that moment. So I can't ask anything or expect anything from somebody else or try to model something after somebody else. I have to know what I need right. for myself. I got to know. And that's going to make the relationship better. So what? We know that we got to get off the train. Get off the train. Get off the train when it's not working. When you hit your boundary, we're getting off the train. 
Period. Period. And know that there are levels to your singleness and acknowledge, find out what level you're on Mm -hmm. because you can be expecting people when it's your time to be alone, Mm -hmm. okay? Or when it's your time to move up and it's time to talk, don't still try to be alone, Mm -hmm. okay? So there's level to this and we not no doctors or anything. So if you got another level, let us know, okay? (laughs) Let us know. But we want to thank you all for tuning in. Hope you have a great evening, day, morning and night we want to thank you for listening to single save and growing remember you won't always be single but you'll always be growing this episode is part of the breaking ice building bridges community podcast platform brought to you by possibilities